Welcome to the thrivingat60.com podcast, the number one motivational show on the planet. No more sour days for you. It's time to make lemons into lemonade every day. This is a podcast where we help you thrive, not just survive. We help you accept who you are, not where you are, by discovering and inquiring into how to turn lemons into lemonade. Are you ready for the roller coaster ride of a lifetime? Tired of feeling let down? Tired of the lemons life keeps handing you? We can help you make every day a lemonade day. It's time to put those lemons in a blender. Let's go on an amazing and exciting, unpredictable journey of discovery. We know champions sit in the front seat, so make sure your seatbelt is fast and tight. One, two, three, let's go. When you have an attitude of gratitude, people just want to hang with you. Introducing the woman who believes ordinary stands for extraordinary, the host of Thriving at 60, Wendy B. Welcome. This is Wendy Birkin, and I'm a life coach. And I started this podcast because I believe ordinary people become extraordinary people. What makes them extraordinary is sometimes the adversity they have lived through and who they've become regardless of those circumstances. Sometimes it's a little acts of kindness they bestow on people one act of kindness at a time. I believe that most of us have the ability to thrive, not just survive. My intention is to cause curiosity, excitement, to thought-provoke, to cause people to alter their thinking, alter their thinking in a way that would not have altered otherwise, and living from that possible altered view, create a new future for oneself, a new future that wasn't going to happen if you didn't alter or question your old views. This could cause unpredictable results that could make a permanent difference in your life and in the lives of others around you. I want to ma- motivate and help people of all ages, particularly women. 50 to 110 fulfill their dreams. I want people to experience being excited about their life. This podcast is to inspire and motivate you right now for you to take action today on your purpose, your dreams. Maybe some of you don't know your purpose or your dreams, or you're resigned they could never happen. Regardless of age, regardless of your circumstances, I will motivate and inspire you one step at a time to turn lemons into lemonade. It's never too late to start. Would you like freedom and power regardless of what life throws at you? It's easy to live life when life is working, but true power, true freedom is having freedom and power when our circumstances are ugh. This podcast is about when you get handed lemons, how fast can you make lemonade? Life isn't just about surviving. What does it take to thrive emotionally, spiritually, physically, mentally, financially? Well, I don't know what it takes, but I do know that I am in the inquiry and I believe that when we keep inquiring and looking like where where am I thriving? Am I thriving financially, emotionally, spiritually, mentally, physically? And if I'm not, what's in the way of me not thriving? Like what's so? And one of the things I've been dealing with lately, a girlfriend and I have been sharing and and I've been doing some workshops and whatnot, is that maybe in areas where we think there's a should, like it should be a particular way, we might not be thriving because shoulds can limit us. So, and I was looking at that and I was like, yeah, like where in my life, you know, my girlfriend and I were talking on the phone, like where in my life is there no shoulds? And when I'm in the shower, you know, she was sharing when she's in the shower, she has to wash a certain way. I thought, I started thinking, I went, yeah, like I wash under my arms uh, three different times. 
I wash my whole body once and then under my arms three different times. I count to 30 with the soap as I scrub under my arms and um, and then I sluice off. And then when I, ha when I have a shower and I'm washing my hair, I wash my hair first, then I put the conditioner on, then I wash my body that way. And then it's time for me to take my conditioner off. And I was looking at when I am so certain that something should be a certain way, it limits what's possible. And I was looking at, well, where in my life do I not have shoulds? And my girlfriend and I are talking and like, we couldn't find areas. I, I found one and it's with my granddaughter who's only four months old. I don't have that she should be a particular way. She's just this baby. And that, that and what I saw when I was sharing with my girlfriend, and when she gets to a certain age, I'll start having shoulds, like she should be walking by now, she should be talking by now, she should, you know, and I thought, wow, how limiting is that? So my invitation for you guys is to look in your life and look at where you're limiting yourself, where you're so certain that something has to go a particular way. And then I was even looking at, you know, because it's, it's useful to look at the impact of that. And the impact is that I get to complain when something isn't a particular way. And if we're complaining, we're not thriving. I suggest that if we're complaining, we're not thriving. And I really believe that if we're complaining, we're not in an attitude of gratitude. I think almost anything we can turn it into being grateful. You know, I think I've shared this before. When my uh, daughter was struck down by a truck, there was moments where I uh, was, it shouldn't be this way. Your 19-year-old daughter shouldn't be struck down by a truck. And just for anybody listening to this news, she's fine. She's 21. Just She's the one that had the baby. She's doing fine. I mean, she has things that she has to deal with, but she's alive, right? And she's... And within moments, because I keep practicing gratitude, I was able to say, okay, I talked to her on the phone. Yes, she's in a concussion and she's passed out now, but she did speak on the phone. And so I, I was like grateful that our last, if it was going to be our last words, was that she knew I loved her. And I was grateful that she thought to call me. I was grateful that we had police officers that were dealing with the fellow that hit her. Uh, I was grateful that we had paramedics. I was grateful that we had a hospital to take her to. I was grateful that there was doctors there that could deal with it. So regardless of our circumstances, we can have freedom and power and not limit ourselves. And what I saw is when I have shoulds, which every, I have them everywhere, I am limiting myself and I'm just inviting you to look at where in your life do you have a should like I and I was also looking at like my ex like he should be a particular way and I thought when we're in relationships when people have to be a particular way we limit their behavior we limit the possibility of who they are even we we're limiting a lot of things so I just started looking at the impact. There's an impact when there's a should. Um, it limits people. It limits our love. It limits people's expression. It limits my own expression. When I have, I was looking at not just relationships, but I was looking at 
I'm learning some new things in math and it's uh, to do with buying stocks. And I have a, that I'm not smart enough. I should be smarter. I should be quicker. And when I'm attached to those, when I hold on to those limited beliefs, they don't allow me any freedom. But when I distinguish it, it's like, oh, there's my not smart enough again, or there's I'm not quick enough again. When I can let it go, another opportunity arises. Like the other night, my girlfriend was sharing some stuff around the stock, and I was able to understand it way better than I could have even a half an hour before that. And if I had held on to the belief that I'm not smart enough or I should be quicker, I might have missed learning and having some freedom to learn. So what I'm inviting you to do is to look at where are you limiting yourself. So in closing, we're exploring how to thrive, whether we're 10 or 110. And where could you, could you, this is my invitation, is to make a list of your shoulds and then look at, what is the impact on your life? What's the cost? What's the payoff? Like if I have a should that I don't have to be responsible or I make somebody else responsible. And if I gave up my attachment to the should, what could become available? So what are your habitual shoulds? <laughs> what are your habitual patterns where you go, it should be a particular way. And then you gather all the evidence. So if you want some freedom and power, I invite you to distinguish your shoulds. And it won't happen overnight. I just invite you to take a pad and a paper and keep it in your purse and just jot down, oh, my boss should be a particular way or my girlfriend should be a particular way or I should be a particular way. Just write it down and see that if you could let go of the should, what could become possible. So what did you like about this podcast? I request you subscribe to my podcast. I'm rated a number five. What topics would you like to hear me talk on? When you get handed lemons, how fast can you make lemonade? With an attitude of gratitude, you can make lemonade. I'd love to hear from you. Who would like a complimentary 15-minute coaching session? I'll call you personally, and I would love to hear about your dreams and your goals. I'll give you one amazing tip that will help you out. I will call people who let me know. They left a five-star rating for this podcast and provide their username on iTunes, Stitcher, Google+. Just hit the button, subscribe to my podcast, and rate it a number five. Thanks for listening. Keep at the thriving. Thank you for listening to thrivingat60.com with Wendy B. What did you like best about the podcast? Email wendyb at thrivingat60.com. Keep up on the latest by subscribing to the podcast. Also, drop by the website and rate the show. Turn lemons into lemonade at thrivingat60.com.